What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. This is really the pinnacle of the summer porch tour. We're here with Max, who has hosted us for the evening. And before we get into any questions, bringing the other guests up here, doing some interviews, I just wanted to thank you for not murdering us. That was very sweet of you. Anytime. Because that's the way we roll. We're showing up to random locations. At some point, this is going to go sour. I've just been putting out on the internet, run your mouth summer porch tour. You want to invite me over to your house, I'm going to show up to your house. And thus far, everybody's been cool. Um, and I'm going to say that you've actually been the coolest host we've had so far. So I just wanted to thank you for that. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome people. Awesome people. Uh, we had the shitty 2020 and this was, this was really, really good. You guys did an awesome job and good to be a part of it. So I got a couple questions for you from what I'm picking up. I mean, you're just winning in life. And so I want some of this winter energy. The first thing is I showed up, and I'd like to know what region of Russia you bought your wife from. <laughs> I, mean, like, I mean, you look fit as shit for whatever age you are and whatever race you are. I can't tell. You've got like... <laughs> it's, a, it's a long story. Yeah. I will hook you up with the website. Okay, please. That's all I needed to hear. All I want to know is that when I'm 50, still single and haven't procreated, there's somewhere where I can purchase a wife. <laughs> no problem whatsoever. <laughs> that is what I want. And then the other thing is, I mean, we're currently in what would feel like if I went to a strip club... What would be the coolest back room to do cocaine in in the history of bars or clubs? So the poles are outside and not in here. Mm. Well, then we're in the wrong room. My <laughs> what are we doing here? So I'd just love to hear the story of how, I mean, you live on a big property. It's what to me seems like the middle of nowhere. And you built yourself a private bar, which just has a cool scene. And that's what attracted me was I get inquiries. Most people... They have shitty fucking porches. They don't have nice properties. You put it on the line. You're like, dude, I have a private bar in the middle of this pandemic. You can come out here with your entire crew and party. You can crash. And so I want to know what the story is to this fantastic room that we're hanging out in. Started out as a small project. It just grew. And I'm so glad that I can have you guys being a part of it. It's it was it's awesome. Okay, fair enough. And then the porch tour. This is a movement. I, it, this is absolutely. This is not just a podcast. Yeah. Nope. We're out here. We're interacting with random people. We're changing lives. And so, as a new member of the porch tour movement, I just want to know what you hope to gain from joining the summer porch tour. Because this is we're branding your asshole later. I hope you realize that we brought the brand. <laughs> we put it on there. You're officially a member of the summer porch tour. You know, fan club. Um, it means we can just show up here. That's part of it. But I just want to know what you hope to get out of joining our movement. If anytime you want to come over and do podcasts, you want to do a show, any anything, anything other than that. Um, I think just the next time I want to go on a bender and find strippers and blow. <laughs> I think that's what this place is for. But we can we can make that happen. Okay. It's the 80s. <laughs> there you go. Well, Firstly, I, I mean, tonight was absolutely fantastic. The show went amazing. You built a stage for us, which was super fucking cool. All the comics that came out had a great time. Now we're, not, now we're doing a live podcast, so I just wanted to thank you for your hospitality. And I feel like this is the thrill of Summer Porch Door. I don't know you. We, we haven't met. But now we're fucking best friends. You invited <laughs> us into our home. It hasn't been awkward. It's been totally cool. So I just want to awesome. say thank you for your hospitality. Thank you um, so much for so coming So hang out. You know, stay on the mic. I'm going to kind of bring up comics one by one of who came to hang out with us. Uh, so the first one I wanted to welcome to the show. Let's give a nice, lovely round of applause for the very funny Dave Temple. Hey. Hey. What's going on? We're here. 
There you go. All right. Oh, and before um, we get cooking on the podcast, you brought out some shots for us, and uh, I feel like it's only Any, respectable. Anybody wants to grab that? Salut. We take down some shots of... Two of us, see? Oh, well, there you go. And, and spirit. And fucking spirit. Uh, it's rude to let a man drink by himself, so... There you go. Firstly, ah. Dave Temple, thank you for coming on this journey. Robbie, what's up, man? Yeah, this is good. This is good. We're out here. You told me we were going to Baltimore, you lying piece of shit. <laughs> Are you complaining that we're not in Baltimore right now? Most people very rarely go, hey, how dare you bring me to a nicer place than what you told me we were going to. Oh, I was man. hoping to be in the hood and have been robbed you by now. You got damn right. I was hoping to go to the hood and, you know, I don't know, do some, take y'all around some hood shit. I don't know. Well, but this is good. This is some hood shit, too. This is some different hood shit. Okay, how so? Lay it on me. I'm not too familiar with the hood. It's not like I've never been to the hood. No, I'm just but saying, like, like we still in like a little VIP lounge, you know what I mean? Bullshitting, being irresponsible on this. What's tonight? Friday, Saturday? We don't know what day it is, right? We don't give a fuck. Well, that's what's nice about the coronavirus. Right? It's all this. It's all Sunday. We're drinking, we're smoking, we got ladies. This is a music video we got going on right now. You realize that, right? This is this is everything that used to be on BET the basement, so <laughs> <laughs> These chicks are officially a part of the Run Your Mouth Summer Sports Tour. These are now the Run Your Mouth cheerleaders. That's it. Yeah. We got the squad. Road show on the What's Lord. going on, ladies? There were more of you. What happened to the other ladies? Yeah, well, we scared a couple of them off. That happens. You know, they, they wind down as the evening goes on, and then it becomes rocks, paper, scissors, shoot for who might be able to take a chance. But we're not there yet. It's isn't isn't that the worst when, like, when, like, because guys, we do that. Like, guys, and I'm not saying that's what happened here tonight, but just, guys, we do this shit where we'll be like, all right, yo, it's like four dudes. That's like four chicks. So, you know, all right, we're set. But, like, the chicks are never all on board, right? It's right. never it, all on board. It's always in your head that there's perfect math. There's four there's, and four. There's usually just like there's one, usually one chick who's the slut in the group who's right? And, and like, then the other three people are like, you and, there was just perfect math. And the other three aren't even going to let her be a hoe that night. That's right. what makes it so <laughs> terrible. But it's what's like, even better is if, if she turns out that she is putting out, the other three guys will try and negotiate their way in. They'll be like, yeah. you can't just have her yourself. The other ones turned out to be, you know. Which, that's <laughs> fucked up. That's fucked up, guys. <laughs> If you're going to roll together, you should take a number. Like, the guy, hey, tonight is your night to get it, and we don't interfere with yeah. that. It should be like up front, we, we make the understanding, this is his night, we're getting him laid. Right, right. And then you kind of rotate. So, yeah, how many more stops do you got on this porch tour? Um, It's this and one more. We, that was the extent of the summer <laughs> okay. porch tour for no, Corona. So we got to map out who gets to fuck at the next city. Like, you got to, yeah. All right, no. Listen, I'm okay as long as I can watch. Oh, that's really Jesus Christ, summer Robbie. Porch tour for I, I that's why I brought the handsome black I guy. You know, you get it. I'll just stand oh in the corner. God. I hate that self-deprecating, low self-esteem white guy humor, man. Oh, God. White guys be like, I got a little dick. It's pathetic. Like, what? Who, who talks like that? Well, that's what I bring to the table. You Jesus know? Christ. If I had your energy or what your the... dick, I would act like you. Just, just... <laughs> lie. Lie. <laughs> it's a lot to lie about. You know, it's what? like you're like 6'2", shredded. Uh, you've got a full head of hair and a black penis. That's a lot going on. <laughs> I, I guess so. That's fucked up. Like I found that that's like a, a, a on white guys' minds a lot. Like the penis is on your mind a it's lot. It's because you just watch too much. It, it's a porn thing. It's that we've grown up with porn, and every porn now is a I song. Watch, I watch 
watch a lot of porn too. I, I think about vagina more than I think about penis. Well, they're less exciting. I mean, you basically know what's there. <laughs> so what are we do on this thing? We talk about something? Or we yeah, just, yeah, you know, no, I did. I, I had, um, I did have a couple uh, questions for you, and then we're gonna, you know, bring some more people onto the podcast. But the first is, uh, I think one of the things that I think makes funny funny is when you kind of have, um, I'm, I'm just gonna say like a mismatch. Like if you have a uh, like a Weird Al song, for example, he'll take great music and then he'll have the perfect lyrics about total nonsense. Mm-hmm. And there's other examples, but that's one of the formulas for funny is just you kind of have a mismatch. And to me, what makes your personality so remarkable is that you're one of the most approachable and friendly people I've ever met. Like, it just I, I, there's few people I've met that are easier going and more easy to talk to than you. And this is not a race thing. If I took first look at you, I wouldn't think like, hey, this is going to be someone I'm going to be friends with or is going to be the (laughs) nicest person I ever met. That's just not what I would think taking a look at you. But I I can tell that there's some reading and philosophy that has gone into that you have what I'm just going to say. You got the best attitude in all of comedy. I've hung out with a lot of comedians. (laughs) Most people are like just fucking miserable. I hit up really. I mean, you were high. I hit up one or two other people for this game. You were just like game. You're like, fuck yeah. Let's go on the road. Let's see what happens. Let's have a good time. So I'm just kind of curious if you were always kind of had this positive attitude or if there's like specific shit you've done to kind of work on yourself that you bring because it's part of what makes you so approachable and so funny and it's what works for you on stage. But it seems to me like you've read something and done some work that this is like an acquired skill that you oh, have. Oh, yeah, yeah. I read a lot. I work at it every day. Uh, I exercise daily, taking sunshine. Like my life is is different now. You know what I mean? And I'm trying, I'm working really hard to reprogram a lot of programming from my neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just be a statistic of my zip code. I realized we had like a lot of bad programming. So, yeah, like my perspective, to be honest with you, jail changed my perspective. Where now I'm like, oh, well, shit. You know, the rest of the world is fucking interesting to me. I'm like, all right, let's go soak it all up. Let's go see everything the world has to offer. And you come down and you meet fascinating people like this motherfucker here look at this guy with the fucking camo shirt on like i love this is so i wouldn't i wouldn't meet this guy in brooklyn i would meet his offspring i'm (laughs) I'm sure your your offspring is going to be very weird sir and they're gonna come to brooklyn and fuck around for a little while you know (laughs) so if basically what you're saying is from being locked up for a period of time you now have like a childlike wonderment where you're like there's so much of freedom that exists that I can just interact with random people and learn about them. So you have a little bit more enthusiasm for kind of talking to random people and seeing their perspectives. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm I'm 37. I this is sound bad. I did not expect to live this long. I had no I had no plans beyond like 28. You know what I mean? So like now you kind of realize the time that I wasted and all that kind of stuff like that and then you just like, "Oh shit, you know, let's just go Let's go check shit out. You know what I mean? And, you know, you left a lot of people behind, but that's it. I'm out. Fa- I'm fascinated because the shit that I'm finding out in person versus what we see through television, social media, all that bullshit, whew, it ain't true. Like, you know what I mean? I could go to any state. I can go to any state. Kansas, Ohio, Arkansas, Montana, and me being me, I'm going to make friends everywhere. So, like, it's not a... It's like you said, I'm a giant black man. Most people be like, oh, but let me give it like 30 seconds. And you realize like, oh, shit, that shit ain't even true. Even though which I also, look and sound like a lot of motherfuckers that, you know, do carry on. Which that. also lets kind of people know. And I, I, I have the sales thing where uh, 
this is the best thing I ever learned in all of sales is if you're uncomfortable, they're uncomfortable. Yeah. And so much of life is the energy that you put out. So what you're kind of describing is I can show up anywhere and get along with anybody, which the lesson to other people is if you're in your own head and you think it's because of how you look that you can't get along with people or that they're prejudging you, you can win them over. It's yeah. a you thing. You absolutely you. can show up and put out a certain energy. Um, okay. Now, I don't want to necessarily go into like, I don't want to bring down the tone here at all, but we both had a friend who passed away in comedy, Chris Cotton. Mm -hmm. Love that guy. Yeah. Um, just to kind of give him praise and speak to the power that he had. I can't believe that he was my age because he was such such a powerful presence. Yeah. I thought he had a decade of life on me, which he didn't. But I think you told me this story, and it is the funniest story I heard in all the comedies. So I'd love, and I think I've told it, but not as well. And I think you're the one that told me it. But there was a, um. Evening where Chris Cotton got into a fight at um, LOL Comedy Club, mm -hmm. and there was an incident with a curtain. It, were you the one that told me this story? Because if it was, I'd love for you to the tell curtain? it. Curtain, yes. I yeah, was there please tell the story. Because yeah. I just want to let everyone know this is my favorite story in all of stand-up comedy. Like, if you were to tell me stories from a hundred years ago in stand-up, this story is funnier. And you're talking about just the okay. So Chris Cotton, good friend of mine from South Philly. Chris ran. We we ran together for years. We were at this comedy club. LOL, St. Times Square, and it's a place where they don't really control the audience. The audience is anybody barked in right off the street. So these two guys that are there, they're, they're not really liking the two-drink minimum and all that. They're here to disrupt the show now because they can't get their money back. And Chris has to try to, as a host, try to fix this or at least calm them down. And the way Chris's uneducated hosting worked, he goes... Hey, man, y'all going to have to calm down. I get it. Y'all from a bad neighborhood. Y'all ain't never been nowhere. But I'm from South Philly. I'm from a bad neighborhood, too. I'll fuck both y'all up. That That's not how you that's not how you tame down a situation like that at all. That's not how you get people on board. I just want to add that because I worked LOL a lot, and that was a club where you really had to bring it and be funny because if you didn't, you were threatened with violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. different than other clubs. Yeah. Where, and I, I've had bottles thrown at my head. Mm -hmm. I've had incidents. Uh, luckily, I was friends with security, so they would get my back. But in, in terms of clubs that like you could work, at LOL, you really had to control the, had to control the crowd and be funny or you were at risk for a fight. Yeah. And so yeah. you just have to understand this is not like any other comedy club in the world where that kind of shit could get you shot. Ejected. Yeah. Nope. They don't care. They want that two-drink minimum. So. <laughs> <laughs> so they make a ruckus. The show goes on. They go like, all right, we're, they're ready to leave. They want to leave before the show is over. And they're out in the hallway trying to straighten out their bill. And as Chris walks out, he goes, hey, y'all, you know, no hard feelings. Y'all was just ruining the show, blah, blah, blah. And they go like, yeah, nah, fuck that, you Bismarcky-looking motherfucker. They talk because he's fat, black, but teeth. He did look like Bismarcky. It was a really good, <laughs> it was a good snap. You know, there was nothing. Yeah, he really did. So, you know, Chris kind of takes it on, on the thing, but the guy is not letting this go because their girls were there. Their pride was hurt. You know how men are in front of women, so... You know, he kind of approaches him like, I should fuck you up for the way you talk to me. He goes, all right, look, relax. Like, I don't I don't want to, if you step any closer, I'm going to hit you. Now, I had just performed. I had just performed and taken off stage. I'm in the green room. Chris, the guy got too close to Chris in the lobby. Chris punches the guy in the face and comes running to the green room to get me for help. <laughs> well, so, you're the right guy. Right. Well, I was also the only other person there. So oh, okay. The guy... <laughs> 
So Chris makes his way into the room and he's like, Dave, help, right? And he's like hiding behind the curtain with his fist cocked. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. I'm sitting there, what what the? And I can hear these women yelling, you know, as they're trying to hold their men back to not chase him into some random room. This is how bad they wanted him, you know what I mean? And they, and when we they come in the room and the ladies are, why did you hit him? Why'd you hit him in the face? And I'm like, oh, what the fuck's going on? Did you, you hit this guy? And he got looks at me, yeah, yeah, I hit him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. And then now it's uh, two guys, their girlfriends, and me and Chris are recording in the green room. So I'm like, okay, this is this is about to happen. Now, I am nowhere near as mad as the other guys who come in the room. You know what I mean? You got to give me a second to get, get angry. You right. know what I mean? Like, hey, don't nobody just go just from jokes. You just found out that there's a problem. Yeah, yeah, you don't just go from jokes to it's fight time. Like, right. you understand how I'm a normal person. Like, I don't have that in me. Right, it right. just... Like, <laughs> you're like, Chris, can you yeah. at least slap me or Somebody, twist my nipple or something? Somebody, talk about my mama or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? I'm not in the energy for a fight right now. <laughs> I, just killed, I just had a show, right? Yeah. So, so, you know, I got to get mad. Again. And, like, you know, they start throwing punches. Now, they're even, Chris was short. Chris was about 5'8". I'm 6'2". Their pairing but, was about just, the same thing. Just to give a picture, Chris uh, Cotton might have been 5'8". Big dude, and not just a big dude, but I think he played linebacker or something else. So yeah. he's got a big, thick, athletic build. Pauls. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know why I did that. All right. So, uh, so the big guy goes after Chris, and then the brawl breaks out. So I'm like trying to get to the big guy, but I can't. So I'm stuck fighting this little guy, which, you know, uh, little guy, for the record, I won against the little guy. I beat that little guy's ass, right? <laughs> like, it was his, his girlfriend came and she got in the fight. And I was trying to, I, yeah, because I'm trying to deflect the fight. The girl is, and I'm like, hey, hey, hey. And that gave him time to recover. And he picked up a folding chair and shwap, lights out for me. Like my... Nose got shifted. Oh, I didn't hear this part of the, the story. The guy knocked you out with the chair. You didn't know about my nose getting I shifted to the side of my of face. Story. No part. My of it. nose was underneath of my left eye. Right, like it was bad. Did you actually like black, like black out? Like he knocked you out? No, or? but you when you get your nose broken like that, like it takes it a while you. for you to be able to even see or register, yeah, yeah. like what the fuck just happened? You know right. what I mean? And then you can't breathe and then you feel your shit leaking. You're like, oh, that's what happened. You know right. what I mean? So like, I, um, Chris, like, he wins the fight with the other guy, but we all get arrested. We are... Oh, this is not the story I heard at all. This, but... is, this is not the story you heard? <laughs> no, no, no. I But continue. It okay. finishes... The story I heard was hilarious. <laughs> this story fucking sucks. <laughs> this one, you got your nose broke. Yeah. People got arrested. We're, this is not a dude, fun story even a little bit. cuffed in the green room. I am bleeding all over myself, right? And Roy, the manager, has to come down. Right. Open up the security uh, closet so that you can see the footage... That they that started. They it. started it. Right. And when they saw that, then they were like, okay, you guys are free to go. You should really get to a hospital. And it's like, oh, now? <laughs> now? After I've been sitting Thanks. here bleeding on myself for the past half an hour, you guys were like, it is so ridiculous. You know what I mean? But yeah, and uh, oh, wow. I still perform at this club to this day. So. I must have made up my version of this story. So let me tell you the version of this story that I heard. What'd you get? Because I've even repeated it as being the funniest thing I've ever heard. The story I heard was that Chris Cotton like, got into an altercation and 
he's a big dude. He knocked out the guy clean. Like, mm-hmm. he punched the guy, knocked him out clean. Mm-hmm. Then, and I heard that this was at the old LOL, it used to be that the green room was behind a curtain. He went back to the green room, he was there with other people, and the guy was trying to find Chris Cotton, so he just put his head, like, he didn't walk through the curtain, he just put his head through the curtain to see if Chris was in there, mm-hmm. and Chris just knocked him out again. That is hilarious. <laughs> that is good. Maybe that's a different incident. No. <laughs> I think it's, it's an interesting variation on the story, but yes, the guys did come in through the curtain. Right. There was a square off and Chris told him if you come near me again I'm going to hit oh, you I heard it like and a cartoon a that the guy just put his head yeah, but that's to hilarious. see him yeah. and Chris processed oh he's here to beat me up and just clocked him well, and he just fell right the and that's funny because that was Chris's intentions <laughs> right when Chris came and hid behind the curtain with his fist cocked right he was ready to go was his total intention like the minute that that head comes through right. there I'm well knock you him know out. what I, I was so funny though. I was hoping to honor the dead here tonight but apparently I heard the Chris Cotton version of this story <laughs> where he was the hero and it turned out that it turned Chris out to was be more the hero of a ball. shit I was I, I got my ass beat that night. oh my god <laughs> all right so one more question and then I'm gonna bring up the next guy um which is i don't even know there's some jokes that you hear as a comic and it's not that they are the funniest or the hardest hitting jokes but there's some sort of a flavor to that joke where you go i'm in love with that line and you and you'll even come back to the con are you still telling that joke there's some i can listen to some jokes a hundred times and it's still funny to me and you have one of those jokes and i've told this to you before and i don't know if it's a joke you even still tell on stage but it had to do with um child support and dead rats and yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you're still telling that joke, but I would love it if you would just tell it for my audience. Yeah. Firstly, is it something you still tell? No, nah, no. Nah. I think it never it wasn't, quite... You heard the way the women responded to it. Women do not... <laughs> women do, that, you, you didn't tell the joke. You just said the, the, the premise of the well, two the, things. The problem is I, I already kind of gave away what the punchline is, but... <laughs> That's a lady who needs some money. <laughs> She's like, when is the check showing up? No, I'm really, I'm just fucking with you guys. Um, the run your mouth cheers later. I don't want to be shitty towards you. Um, we're going to be drawing straws later. Anyways, uh, if you would tell the joke to my audience, because it's just one of my favorite jokes. I'd love it if... It was this concept about how women, um, like the, the child support concept, so... My my baby mom, my, my first baby mom, which is the most ghetto way to start a story. But <laughs> my first I remember when mom. I found out that my child support was going onto like a Chase Manhattan debit card. Like, like you know what I mean? And she can just kind of go anywhere and spend it. It didn't look like she was just taking some mediocre comic to the cleaners. It looked like she belonged to this prestigious bank. And I'm like, <laughs> I just feel like for that there should be a more demeaning form of currency for misused child support. Like, like, so if we make it like a satchel of dead rats, where it's like, okay, the, the rats are good anywhere. You can use them wherever you want to use them, and people will honor one dead rat is worth 20 bucks. But we know what you're doing, bitch. We know where this dead rat is supposed to go. And you don't give a fuck. So, right. like... No, the idea being that, like... If I'm giving you the money to pay for child support, you can't just go to a place and spend the money. So it needs to be dead rats. So if you're buying food, they know you're buying food. But if right. you're fucking... And it's also yeah. demeaning, yeah. yeah. Like, to be like, all right, like, do you really want to spend this money here? No, you don't. <laughs> do, you, do use your own money. Use Beauty. Your own money. All right, Dave Temple, hang out with us. Uh-huh. I want to bring the next guy onto the show, but hold on to that mic. I got another mic for you if you want to um, come uh, closer. We've got the uh, unbelievably funny... 
um, comic. You guys know him from the HSR radio show. He's also got his own podcast coming out soon, which he will tell you about. Let's welcome to the show the uh, unbelievably funny uh, Chris Vega. Uh, I just got to say, that girl that came in before, she came in to drink because we had agreed that anybody that comes in the room, we would all drink, Rob. I have a lot of things to say about what happened in the last 10 minutes. Wait, wait, that's hilarious. First of all, Chris Cotton looks so much like Bismarcky in just the lower jaw. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He had that loose lower jaw. That is the best (laughs) insult I ever fucking heard about a person. There's just... First of all, why didn't you guys drink to that? To that girl coming in? Okay, I thought so, we were doing this. No, she, was, she goes to me, I only came in to make them drink, and she <laughs> left. Oh, that's funny. I fucked First up. of all, Max, who is our host, is wearing some weird foam posit construction K-Swiss <laughs> sneakers. This is the weirdest room I've ever been in in my fucking life. There's Spider-Man canvases. Two part of the problem fans in front of a foosball table. Yeah. If, if the Shedcast guys murder us, this is how it was supposed to go. These girls are upset. They're just like, we didn't we didn't pay to hear these dudes talk to each other about nothing. They're calling us cheerleaders now. First of all, he's talking about hood shit. They run the welfare office two towns over. They told me outside. They run the welfare office two towns over. They are done with hood shit stories. <laughs> She's like, is this an application? I'm not Do doing the whole Dave the Temple <laughs> fucking <laughs> unmasking actor studio horse shit. Just, what are we making fun of? Let's go. Here's a shot. Let's go. Yeah. Right, I'll, take, I'll take a shot as well. Loving the energy. Chris coming in oh. hot. I love it. This was a, this was a great, great show, Max. Thank tonight. you for having us. This man built us a stage. Did you mention that he built us a stage? I think I did. Out of some sort of pipe and fucking... It looked... It was slapped together. It was like paneling. Leftover. It was whatever was left over from this weird room we're in that these girls thought you murdered people in before tonight. They both... Every girl that is in your house has told me that you th- they thought you kill people on this property. You, you, yeah. you told me you thought that. That's, that's all I'm saying. But that sort of kind of just turns. She's women getting on. her coat. Oh, all right. So the the game that we were supposed to play, but I just forgot, was that if anyone came or went from the room, we were going to take a drink. And then the other thing, I forgot what the other thing was that was going to get people to drink. Um, but that's good enough. If someone you hold a cigarette like a bad rush, like a Russian bad guy <laughs> in a fucking Bond film. What are you doing? <laughs> Can I just say, this is funny to me. I, I, I mentioned this earlier. I mean, I, I quit smoking cigarettes at this point 10 years ago, but I smoke about a pack a year. Still, I smoke about a pack a year, and okay. I live for those nights. Tonight was a night I was like, this is going to be a party night, and I'm going to pick up a pack, and I instantly remembered why I can't smoke cigarettes is that I forgot the pack, and I had a moment where I wanted to murder somebody. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not even a cigarette smoker. I hate that feeling of like feeling like you fucking need something. I couldn't find it in the car, and I was like, well, Tech walked with me to the car, so now I have to kill Tech because I can't find my cigarettes. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I can't smoke. Like, I instantly remembered, like, okay, tomorrow I already can't smoke again because I'm going to, by the way, I'm going to smoke half that pack just tonight. Dude, every, every time I get hungry, I kill someone and eat them. That's, That's what you got to do. <laughs> At some point, you're fucking hungry, and they're there, and you're a chef. You know yeah. how to you Dude, know how to I can fucking up. cook some long pigs. That's how we do it. <laughs> long pigs. All right, so I know that you didn't like the inside the actor... 
feel. Of Look, Dave, this I was really your mouth. interested in hearing all your horse shit again. I know, right? I heard it in the car on the way up here. It was really <laughs> great to hear it into a microphone. You've had too much of Temple. What are you? No, no, I, like I, no, no, I have no beef with Temple. I have a problem with your podcast host skills. You got fans here that want to hear you talk about your shit. Talk about your shit. Your well, shit yeah, man. I'm, I'm interested in what Temple had to say. That's my shit tonight. That's what we do on Run Your Mouth. Whatever the f- I'm ADD about it. Would, would you? Uh, you want to get my back on this? I agree. We have no idea. Thank you, sir. No, no. That guy wants to hear you talk about sandwiches. That's what this show is about. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get into sandwiches. Do you you not want to hear about sandwiches? Of course he does. We talk about sandwiches every week. I asked at the beginning, like, what are we doing on this? He's like, I got some questions. (laughs) (laughs) Dave wanted to come in here and be like, are we talking about sandwiches? (laughs) We're going to get to sandwiches. Don't you worry. So, all right. Let's go back to the NPR energy. Is a I was trying to bring to this. Just a loaf of bread with some meat in it. No, what is it? no, it's like basically a strumbo. No, get the fuck out of here. A meatloaf sandwich is bringing way more to the table. You putting butter on a meatloaf sandwich no, before that's the disgusting. gravy? No, fuck that. No, no, no. Firstly, I'm not you're fu- insulting a lot of weird Irish people. I'll tell uh, you that right now. Fuck those Irish people. Let me tell you how to eat a meatloaf sandwich. You're throwing it on rye bread. Mm-hmm. You're throwing your meatloaf on there. Some jalapeno, a jalapeno like pickled peppers is uh-huh. a good move. From there, gravy. You can go gravy. That's really all you need. All right, all right. Yeah, and the, rye by, bread uh, is such a weird Jewish thing to be like. Dude, yeah, meatloaf too. Yeah, rye bread is the shit, dude. Rye yeah, bread rye is bread the world. Is the Thank shit. you. Rye bread. Thank you. You know what I love? I love rye. Yeah, that's exotic <laughs> in Maryland. What are we <laughs> at, the fucking, <laughs> at the fucking diner? Like the diner when they like? Oh god, dude. I don't know. I will have a mouth orgasm. <laughs> yeah! Oh my god! Like rye bread with especially toast. I like a tough rye bread where you have to fight it. You know what I mean? Like oh, they toasted it and it's got you this. It's much like it. a woman's mouth orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> I had a rye bread the other day that it almost smelled like it tasted like it was like like cleaner. Like something happened to the rye bread. It went through a journey. It wasn't just a regular bread. It had a past. It had a redemption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every day of the week. Every not every day. Not every. So here's the only here's the only problem with rye bread. I will go with it. Rye bread. It is the best bread on a sandwich. The only problem, the only problem with rye bread is that if I'm ordering in from a place. More often than not, you're getting a vel- better value with the wedge. Oh, so, I, no, 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 I'm just saying, I if you, know. I prefer yeah. the taste of a rye bread, but if you're ordering a rye bread from a place and you women are attractive and not fat, so you won't understand what I'm about to say, but if you're ordering a sandwich from a place and you're going rye bread, you got to order two sandwiches. <laughs> one sandwich isn't going to cut it. Whereas oh. if you're going for a wedge, you got one wedge and you're good. Really? What? Cause you you're filling up on bread. Right. I'm just saying I want to eat a that good meal. And if you're what he's saying, there's he less meat on the rye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I'm not, saying not less meat. It's less bread. No, it's not that. just less meat. It's that okay. It's they're less, they're upset about less meat. Is what they're saying. <laughs> yes. Listen, I'm a Jew. More meat. They want more meat, Dave. More meat, Dave. Meat and bone. And gristle, <laughs> poor, 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 poor. I'm, 75 cents as, as a Jewish fella, 
I'll really do the math on sandwich value. And I'm just telling you, if you're at home and you're cooking up with rye bread, you get to stack your sandwich the way you want to stack your sandwich, you're fine. But if you're ordering... What about the triple-decker kind of situation? I don't like a triple-decker. I don't like a triple-decker. It's too much bread. It's thrown off the entire ratio of the operation. That middle piece of bread is unnecessary. He can't have a thousand islands. Because like... A Big Mac is disgusting. I don't eat carbs. You want the rye bread. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're like, if I'm already going to eat carbs, I want the the best bread. I want the best bread possible. I don't want to encourage them too much. All right. So, hold on, hold on. Can we interview them now about how it is to run the welfare office two times over? Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can we just ask you what... Okay, how many of the people... I know you have a better story wait, wait, than on, that fucking <laughs> somebody got punched behind a curtain story yeah, how many, when you run a welfare office How many people that you interview looking for funds look like Dave Temple? None. Dudes don't go down there. None. Dudes don't go to welfare office. That is None. true. Yeah. How many of the babies in there with women look like Dave Temple? <laughs> <laughs> Could I just wait, say... Wait, what county are you guys? Uh, Mustache I, and all. You should not mention the county we work with, but... There are some counties with more diversity, and there are some counties with fewer diversity. Mm. So, yeah. So, who else are you dealing diversity. with? Mexicans? We have no, Chanks? mostly inbreds. <laughs> there are inbred people. You in mean our, like really? A lot of them. How do you tell wow. an inbred? Wow. How do you tell an inbred? The eyes. Have you ever, the eyes are like little Have you ever seen narrow. a gentleman hit, kicked in the head by a mule? <laughs> um, their I mean, eyes Chris? are vacant. Um, we should not be recording. Nah, you shouldn't. But I get We work in a place in West Virginia. Yeah, uh, but that's so wow. Wait, it is wild. Wait, can I ask you? Can I ask you about Mountain Dew teeth? She's seeing a lot of Kramer like versus a legit Kramer. Thing. If you know what I'm um, saying. Right adjacent to a known uh, welfare office, there is also the methadone clinic or uh, Suboxone. Yeah. So they line there, and then they come to our location and so it you're is, saying is they know at a party that's they a good family outing terrific at party are you kidding me that beats any picnic i've ever been at methadone and then government welfare <laughs> and um, so Mountain and then a jet I mean, that's the best afternoon i've ever heard because yeah, clearly, clearly obviously these people are doing some fucking now do they come across as charming like do they come across as people like do you ever see any people that be like Oh, yeah, I could totally see why they was fucking. Like, do you ever? No, no. Nobody? No. We get them. Have you ever vomited in your mouth and you taste that flavor? Yeah. Yeah, that's daily life. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No hot people at the welfare And they're p- prolific. She literally just said, I vomit in my pussy and taste the flavor <laughs> when these men walk in to claim I, their welfare I checks. I nearly, I might have perhaps suggested that. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's... It's a it's a hard knock life for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are you that. um are you at least behind a glass wall so that when people freak out because they're not giving them government money? No, 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 no we are not. I'm the maintenance manager. This is so legit. What's like? He manages the incredibly more respectable janitors of the welfare office. Why? Yes, she does. Very capably. Yeah. So what do you do? Have you been threatened with physical violence before? Oh my god. Yes. It's her favorite. And so, how do you? Yo, handle Dave's that dick situation? got hard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do time, that. I yell at old 
ladies. I yell at pro men. I yell at addicts. I yell at... So is that like a thrill for you? Like I get to show up to work and yell at people? No, no, It's exhausting. I'm actually a nice lady. She's she's, she's sweet from Miami. You seem like the type type that would bring a cake for someone on their birthday at work. Totally. And after you scream at some poor person, you go sing happy birthday to your coworker. Yes. (laughs) She's a kind-hearted person. Like all of us are. We, We had this dream that we would help people. And then you meet them. <laughs> Give it up for them. That's what every corrections officer says. Helping. Before they before they pawn a ring they took out of someone's you know, ass. Can I just say, <laughs> oh my god, I never did that. I swear to God, I never did that. Can I just tell you that would be the greatest political campaign in the history of this country if someone went, listen, I get that you guys think that we need to help people and we need to bring them welfare, but have you ever met them? <laughs> it's okay. what you said it's like I agree we should help people objectively but if you met these people you would think like fuck them like you have, to so, look at, you have to look at them as hold on hold on can we just talk about Rob, yeah. the way Robbie holds his cigarette right now he looks like an old lady who finances <laughs> Broadway <laughs> plays <laughs> <laughs> darling I've seen this play done before <laughs> oh <laughs> No one cares about live opera anymore. <laughs> the art is dead. Broadway has been dead since the 80s, darling. <laughs> That's the last time I smoked cigarettes in public. I, I didn't realize I had to work on my cigarette smoking game. God damn it. I thought I at least had that down. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll take it from that guy. I've posted them all, darling. I've posted them all. All right. So back to my NPR energy. Yeah. We got BK Chris on here. We were, it was his moment to shine, and he decided he was going to shit on everybody else. But here was You shit f- on me, too. It's a, what? It's no, 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 no. I'm a, kidding, buddy. clearly a bad person. <laughs> you lost a ton of weight over uh, quarantine, yeah. mostly from just not drinking in bars, which... Yes, yes 100%. <laughs> I have so much respect for people that do so much drinking that if they just stop doing that... And now that, we're sleeping in this guy's bar tonight. <laughs> 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 they gained all the weight back today. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because it's going to suck up like rice. Like, I love because I drink, but, like, that is not where most of my calories come from. It's from, oh, we got to drink, ladies. Oh, yeah. Chris, Chris. Chris, you just drank water. You're having a shot with me. We're doing it. All right. There we go. Oh, man, I'm fucking drinking tonight. Beautiful. Okay. So, my question for you is now knowing that just drinking in bars is the difference between being kind of tubby and super... Wait, you guys can't leave, and then I have to drink again? I just They don't want to hear about how I used to be tubby. Oh, no. No, 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 it's okay. I, I don't want... Wait, hold on. I don't want to hear... I don't want them to hear about how I was kind of tubby. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should, uh... <laughs> A couple months ago. So I'm curious, do you feel better being healthy, and, like, do you start... No, I miss bars... So much. You don't care. You're like, let them reopen and let me get fucking fat from alcohol yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how much I, they mean to you. That's how much the free market means to me, right, buddy? He's got a 3D printed gun shirt on. Free guns, not money. All right. Now, I'm happy for this next topic that the woman just left the room because I mostly want to talk about... Um, uh, a new woman entered the room. We yeah, talk about. she's woman. taken. So, you know, the, what am I, what am I going to do? I got no reason to impress this lady. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about logs and hemorrhoids, and I feel like that's a issue that you would have experience with. No, I, ne- I You've never. You've never had a hemorrhoid? No. 
What about you? Is that something you deal with? Nah. Oh, this is going to be totally unrelatable then. Yeah. I thought I was going to bring this topic to the table and everyone was going to have something to say. And you're like, I don't know what the Shed fuck Shed cast, guys? <laughs> hemorrhoids? No. Uh, Max, hemorrhoids? There's a lot of cushions around here, Max. <laughs> oh, do you get them? Give this lady a mic. It's, it's get her a mic. Wow. This we is Cress. Cress. Let's podcast talk about hemorrhoids. Give her a mic. Who would have thought of a room of dirty dudes, the hot chick would be like hemorrhoids? Let's Jeez, get into she this. She had children. <laughs> I'm going to need a drink. Boom. Someone get me a drink. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if I'm going to tell this asshole bleeding, sorry, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. Press, I love you. Two fingers. Two fingers, darling. Two fingers. All right. All right. Are you fucking 30-year-old guys ready to listen to a woman. Well, ready to listen to your asshole. Like, yeah. 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 Okay, so when you have a child, mm-hmm. you have hemorrhoids. Okay. And Are you calling the children hemorrhoids? <laughs> they are irritating, Dave. They are irritating. Living, breathing. <laughs> and so, you know, you look at women as weaker subjects. Right, you call them bitches and everything in the and rap hoes. Song. Why are you saying that to this one black guy sitting next to you? We hope, right? But you know what? The women are so much stronger because we go through that child labor and we have fucking hemorrhoids. Mm. And, then, and then your and husband you, still has you, a birthday that year. Yeah, I know, Dude, right? but I get hemorrhoids just from eating sandwiches, so I feel like, <laughs> who's really the victim here? You, well, yeah, the you result might, is you get a child. I just get you fat. That's be. it. That's all I'm getting out of it. You might be, and you have clinical shit that's going on that I don't want to deal with. But we have natural relations with, like, fucking hemorrhoids all the time. And the tux, oh, Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> ah. Christmas, like Christmas morning. This was insightful. Uh. <laughs> so now, Still got to come down, oh, watch the kids open out. the gifts like you don't have hemorrhoids. <laughs> right, 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 right. That sucks. Right. Yeah, you got to pretend like everything's okay and like it's just not. Yeah, and that's not in the commercials. So, all right, I'm going to tell my hemorrhoid story and we so. can compare <laughs> if it was worse than your childbirthing story. All right. But all right, I had on, on on this past Sunday, I had hemorrhoids so bad. Every time I shat, I felt like I had to get into the shower. And then I spent so much time in the shower, I ended up dehydrated. <laughs> and then I slept for the <laughs> entire Jesus day. Christ, I dehydrated in the shower from trying. welfare, <laughs> and I feel better about that. Yeah, right? <laughs> So you're not drinking. You're not drinking. You're not drinking fluids. No, no, no. I keep hydrated. It's just the sandwiches and my Jewish stomach. But you know what? I feel like I thought going into this. I hate the Jew. It would be yeah. (laughs) She's like, you're Jew. Oh my God. Why did you mention that? She's like, I knew he had horns somewhere. I just didn't know they were in his asshole. I thought they were supposed to come on his head. (laughs) She's like, this whole time I knew I didn't like him. I couldn't figure out why. (laughs) Where did you find these guys? I love them. Why would you invite them to your Israel. property. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you find me? You know him? He's a no, I, Ethiopian I, Jew. 
All right. Ethiopian Jew? <laughs> that, that is classic. I can't. All right, let's invite now the Shedcast boys onto the What's podcast. What's up, boys? And, uh, What's going on? Oh, shit, if she's leaving, we got to drink more. Where's that booze? I'll take another shot. Boo. I'm fucking going for it. Let's do it. All right, beauty. Where's, uh, what happened to that bottle? Here it is. All right, who else? Oh, yes. Fucking oh, handle oh. Jim Beam. <laughs> who else is in for, uh, for a shot? You guys want a shot in, yeah. the, in the bleachers? We got, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's fill them out. Let's line them up. Right. Let's do a shot. I can't hit it from the bottle. Can't hit it from the bottle. You can't Baby. hit it from the bottle. Be regular. What are we drinking here? Have that fiber. Keep yourself nice and regular. <laughs> is that an actual commercial? <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure there's no dead air. We we kind of recording the show. <laughs> I mean, Robbie's got to yeah. edit out the dead air. Oh, no, yeah. we, he's we, not going to edit that. We do no. not. SMR. We do SMR not. pouring the Jim Beam. My, my, my Zoom is about to die. If I if the Zoom dies before I press stop, we're not do doing recording? more podcasts. Hey, hey, what do you mean? Hey, who, we're fucking killing it right now. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. All right, while we're lining shots, yeah. let's uh, let's turn it over to the Shedcast boys, <laughs> which I uh, yeah, guess. Guys, you bring us up after headline stories. Oh, I, right. oh, I'm sorry. Did you guys have like a catalog? <laughs> no, we didn't have. No, it's been like you brought us up. <laughs> sorry, we didn't have any methadone stories to match your faces. <laughs> oh shit, dude, yo, it's over. Cool. I feel like that's the only joke we keep getting. We keep getting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means, but let's uh, let's take this shot and uh, this one, that's cheers. That's mine, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Wait, wait, we need one for uh, for 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 fine host here. Max. 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 Cheers. All right. Shedcast boys, thank you so much for uh, joining us on this journey. You guys fucking crushed it tonight, which uh, thank you for that. And uh, I almost I want to apologize for you guys to you guys because we've been cool for a while. We've hung out, we've done podcasts. Apology accepted, bro. All right, fine, <laughs> we can move on. No, I I was not familiar with the shit. You guys fucking kill it, dude. I feel like for as much as we've hung out. You needed more respect for me. Not that I was disrespectful, but you guys are fucking killers. I mean, it's pretty disrespectful to be that. like, hey, man, I love your shit every time you hang out with two guys and then have never listened to their shit. I never. And then book them on a show. He never said he loves And then be like, hey, he he we want to gauge how weird this show is by two white guys rapping in the backyard in Maryland. Yeah. Oh, that shit was so, so funny. Oh, my yeah. We were two so white guys. I know. Her son was so into how trashy you guys were. Oh. He was like, whoa. My son is an OB white boy and so super smart, but he's so into rap. And yeah. like, I don't Takes know, one to were, know one. Yeah. I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know what song it was, but it was like the third or fourth one. And you guys were like, oh, you were killing it. Oh, they only yeah, did two songs. It. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Got our son's attention. Yeah. We try. Shout out to 2020 ADHD. Yeah. I mean, she's going to be real mad about that in four years when he buys <laughs> oh, a fucking you know, mini. A mic. Yeah. He's when he, when a he, mic. We, we started, we he's like, hey, can I have like a 
40 bucks a month for a Premiere Pro fucking yeah. subscription. And you're just like... <laughs> Every night you're just going to hear... Send the one boom, to rap into boom. a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck college. I can rap into a podcast. You don't even understand. I can open every show with rapping. Mm. Yeah. I, I think somebody tried that at some point. And, um, they they're they dead, yeah. dead now. No, he's... They died in a bunker in Maryland <laughs> with a bunch of fucking Marvel posters all over the wall. So what's interesting to me about you guys and what you guys do is for us as stand-up, I mean, my jokes didn't go over great tonight, I'll be honest, but all those jokes I've worked out over the course of fucking years. Well, some of them are new, but for the most part, like I fucking worked those things out to a T, got up in front of a crowd, tried to figure them out, and then I got up in some audiences like I still don't like it. But that's kind of the way stand-up comedy goes. You guys, from what I understand, I mean, you kind of craft the shit out of the fucking shed, but I don't think you guys get up as live as much as we do because our entire thing is getting up live. So I'm just kind of curious to hear from your... like. Do you feel like you even learn stuff when you get up live to get a feel or it's like you just are able to work out your shit in the garage and you're like, this fucking works and then you're golden. You can we just have move a garage, on. We have a shed. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to offend the shed like that. Sorry. Uh, I just did like nine shots for no reason because people walked in and out and that guy just walked uh, out of the room. So we got to have another drink. <laughs> um, I think uh, it's hard. Uh, it's kind of hard because a lot of the crowds that you perform are not really your crowds when it comes to music. Right. And, like, I mean, unless you're drawing out crowds, like, to come see you. So I feel like, I mean, you do learn stuff, but it's, like, weird to, like, perform to, like, people that are, like, oh, who are these guys? Like, we didn't even come to see these people. That is interesting, because I will say, when we do stand-up, because you can't really talk in the crowd, like, that, that will get shut down, there is a little bit more of a grace for it's not my audience, versus when I've gone to see, like, you know, a band I like... I can be dismissive of an opening band because they're playing music and can kind of just talk through it. Yeah. Hmm. So that is interesting that, like, there is a vibe to, like, music. Like, almost like there's some, like, sometimes you get won over by it the opening band. It is interesting you plan this show for those guys to eat that bullet. It is interesting. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that whatsoever. I fucking ate the bull. Oh, oh shit, another fucking dude. Shit. All right, we're having another drink. Cheers. What's up, random dude? Oh, this fuck. This is my right. husband. But oh, you know okay. what I, oh, you know what I, I think? Mean, I, got, like, uh, I need to put a new battery. No, she's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I think? We gotta run I'll be honest, this guy looks like he kicked the shit out of all of us. Looks like he's about to. No, it's not. You want to keep it there because it's directional, and then fuck it. I'm just gonna switch over to that audio from here. No, I have an opinion on what you just asked. If 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 you wanted to like, you know, you you don't need to hold. You guys can put down the mics. We're done with the mics. All right, so. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> what I think is we live in a secluded area. Okay. All right. I'm trying to keep but people we, like the temple out. I get it. Sure. I'm listening. We are... <laughs> Following? <laughs> it's going to be you, tough. I you, promise you. <laughs> I don't know if you should really... <laughs> you're like, Mike, you're like she's saying. I think it's just She didn't say you guys last name. I think it's just saying. I promise she didn't say you guys last name. She's got her attorney present right now. Of making fun of me. Okay. No. What I say hey. is, 
Thank you. Make it funny. We're going to have a hemorrhoid off later. See, it's got to work. And I know the joint cream you need to cure that. What are you talking about? I don't see it. I'm walking into this. What are you talking about? Joint cream? No, we were talking about hemorrhoid cream earlier. On Christmas Day. Because I'm in healthcare. So. Interesting. Fucking long story short. Okay. That's we are true. in COVID. <laughs> we are. <laughs> no, we're listening. We're listening. I know. Fucking, can I get a fucking cheerleader and shut him up? So, we are in COVID. We are in, like, a fucking trial and error. We're all. We are all learning through that, right? Okay. I have I, no idea what you're talking about. Not even. I, you said, know. I have no try idea. I don't even remember where we I don't even remember how we ended up with the spotlight on you, but uh, I zero, like <laughs> if you do a recap on what the fuck we're talking about. We're done with them. The floor is yours, but if you could start this off with an introduction of like here's what we're talking about, it would just help me out. Okay, well, motherfucker, I don't work that way. Got him. <laughs> you should have given her a chance when she fucking started, bro. You don't stop an M. Night Shyamalan movie in the fucking intro. There's a twist coming way at the end. Alright, the floor and is I yours. Don't know, but the, thank you for that fucking impromptu. He's a great director. What I'm saying is, is what you guys have, and I'm trying to fucking compliment you when you like fucking. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, just. just Stay tuned. I mean, what the fuck is he doing? You're the fucking number one. You bored him, so he left. <laughs> he was the number one. Compliment the rest of We are in a time where we are challenged. Okay. Do you not? I agree. Okay, we're challenged. Yep. And we all have opinions. Political, philosophical, whatever. It's fucked up because that's when we have animosity, when we have different opinions. What you guys brought to Marsville. <laughs> Marsville! Oh, <laughs> now you come back in. Now you come back in. Marsville. You got the floor. We were, Say what well, we brought to Marsville. We have a one, one stop sign in our town. No, we had a couple. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we actually yeah. have we, several. We have yeah. more than one in our neighborhood. Yeah. You're going uh, to uh, Where did we have a stop sign? We have more than one in our neighborhood. Like, right over here. No, there's no fucking stop sign. She's showing up with children's bikes in the front of her car. I fucking dare you to There are no children in this neighborhood. There's a four-way stop at the fucking end of the fucking neighborhood. And then there's one right after that. There's, there's one no right here. There's no fucking that... stop sign oh my until you get. Oh my god, church. am I running a board meeting about stop signs <laughs> in the middle of fucking nowhere? Right. It's gonna what go, the it's fuck just happened like to my podcast? <laughs> anyway, I was yeah, like, I'll get this lady to the floor, and now I'm running a fucking town hall about stop signs. Right. The point is, it's a small town, I think. Yeah. All right. That's it. 
More right. stop signs yeah. in the middle no of red, fucking nowhere. We don't have any traffic lights. Dude, I, I, you, you're new to the podcast. Every episode, I'm like, we need more stop signs in the middle of fucking nowhere. That's what I'm talking yeah. about on the show. Right. So, right when you're trying to get through nowhere, don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm like going through a town and it's like nothing but open road because no one lives there, I'm like, where the fuck are the stop signs? That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I want to have to stop randomly. I want to have to look both ways. I feel like I'm not taking it in. All right. Much rather have a stop sign. So than a here's roundabout. the thing. Fuck a roundabout. So we're in Kevin, <laughs> okay, and you guys rock our fucking one stop sign. Hell yeah! Town. Sorry I missed it. By <laughs> the way, I All was right. at work. And he I was. heard it was great. What's your, what's your gig, dude? That you were working this light. Respect. Uh, car sales, used car manager. Fuck oh, yeah, yeah, man! It's You're in sales. Work or... I respect that. Yeah. What what? Thank you. What kind of used cars That's do you mostly sell? Like, I, I, I run a Toyota lot. You were on a Toyota lot. Okay. At least I'm running a good. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude! I got. I'm a sales guy. I love salesmanship, and I feel like um, it's almost a problem in the general population that they would benefit from sales skills, but it's not something that anyone really teaches you. Like you can almost either have it or you don't. I, no, I don't agree with you that because I actually. I, well, well, here's what I'll say. Okay. I no, I'm that. not. I'm actually by nature a little bit of an introvert, and what makes that, what makes me both a good salesman and what makes salesmanship so interesting to me is that it does not. People skills don't come naturally to me, so it's actually very right. mechanical. I have to actually right. read okay, in a so book. Right. Hey, okay. here's how you're supposed right. to interact okay. with the person, and I go, oh, I didn't never really thought of it that way. And then all of a sudden I can take what I learned and interact with people in that way and start kind of um, winning them over. And I'm like, oh shit, I never well, thought of it that it way. It is tactical. I mean, no, it, it is. It, but that's essentially you spend years in skill in school, and they teach you a whole lot of fucking nonsense. And more than anything, your social skills are probably the most important element because at the end of the day, in order to navigate this territory, you need the assistance of other people yeah. and your ability to win them over and go, hey, I'm on this mission. I think you should join me on this mission. Yeah. That is the most crucial skill in all of life and they don't yeah. fucking teach it in school. So right. I'm curious, you, you've probably been, if you're in sales now at this point, it's probably, I'm guessing you've been I'm, doing this 30 years. 15 and a half. 15 and a half, okay. Same store, one, one place. 15 years, all at one lot, what would you kind of put forward as, hey, here are some simple things that I picked up from working in sales I wish everybody knew because it would help them. Be likable. All right. Just keep well, it keep it simple as fuck. Be trustable. But what would well, you say is trust. like, yeah. there are things that you trust, but be likable. But there I mean, are things that you can do. That's what I'm saying. Like some people, like I, you're right. You watch fucking the presidential election. We're going to get into a second. 90% of who people are voting for is, I like this guy. That's it. They just go, I like this guy. But if you want to want to sit up, that opens the door to trust. Right. But if you want to sit down, there are certain things you can do that will make you more likable. And I'm sure working on a car lot, They've given you some lessons of, hey, approach this person in this way, say this thing. It's more mechanical than just be likable. I got yeah. Not to interrupt you, my bad, but when someone's like really nice to me, I think the exact opposite. I'm immediately skeptical. If someone dude was just straight, flat forward with me, I'd be like, that dude is like. I, what about no, what about if he was no confident bullshit. and knowledgeable and you know? But you know what I'm saying. If yeah, you're like yeah, trying, to, when so, someone's trying to be likable, I'm like, mm, like here's what's, what's here's fucking here's catch, where you know? great salesmanship comes. Like, and I'm not, you know? I'm telling you, I'm not that good. You read books about emotional selling, and part of it, it becomes like a chessboard where can I recognize this per- person's personality and adjust what I'm putting forward. 
So I'm more of what this person's looking for. So a you guy like him, on some level. tell me, what no, am I looking for? A guy like you, like you just said, mm-hmm. I can tell right, oh, he wants fucking straightforward talk. He doesn't mm-hmm. want any bullshit. He doesn't want me to chit-chat. He doesn't want to talk about his fucking grandma. Right. He just wants to know the facts about the car. That's part of good salesmanship is recognizing really early. Low pressure. Hey, this is what this it's person's key. looking for and then connecting them on that level. With that being said, I'm fucking terrible at that. <laughs> that is the worst part of my salesmanship. I'm like kind of one, like one gear, um, and I kind of want to shove me on them, and th- like that. But that's the thing. It's like in sales, you just start to learn. There's some people I connect with. There's some people I don't. You don't win them all. It's a numbers game, and it's fine. But yeah, if you're 15 years into sales, you've got some really good skills. Like if you thought about it, it's fucking mechanical. You got some good skills for being likable. So I'm curious if you got any lessons you can throw out for our audience. I find that like people don't share, like salespeople don't share that enough. Yeah, put me on the spot. Like, goddamn. I feel like I mean, you gotta get laid regularly, right? Like, you gotta, you gotta go to work I mean, on an empty gun. You gotta be you know high. I mean? yeah. Yeah. You gotta yeah. be high. You gotta get laid. He's yeah. genuine. He is like. Before Genuine. I started dating him, yeah, I was like, "Oh, he's a car salesman." Well, we get a bad rap for no reason. Yeah, there's bad ones. And out there. so I googled him, and I like fucking like rated him. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> Hold on, you did. What did you say? You did what? I profiled him. What, she, what did she did she did she Pedophilia related, but <laughs> you move past that. that. That's what you, you do. Jesus. You're like, I'm gonna give this guy a chance. Does some things, but not that. Goddamn. Likeability yeah. is what it comes. Well, how else are you gonna attract a child? You gotta be really nice. Adults like me. You can't just walk up to a child and go, I don't have candy. That's not gonna work. <laughs> and I did. I did my homework and my research. All right. You picked that right back up. Yeah. She's like, we were right in the middle of this conversation. Yeah, and before I went out on a date with him, I fucking did my research. And you're like, this guy can really sell a Toyota. (laughs) (laughs) He can. It's not like those fucking Honda. Cars. There you go. Well, she used to be a Honda girl till you know. Yeah. Till oh, he's so beautiful. Oh, yeah. You told her about that Corolla. Yeah. You told Actually, her it was a Camry Hybrid. That is hilarious. That shit. So wait, it's in our wedding vows. You bought vow. a few cars from him before yeah. you guys started dating. It's in our wedding vows. I'm like, I'm a well, Toyota well, no, girl. Not before we started dating. Oh, she said you sold her a few cars before we got married. When we first started dating, I actually told her I didn't. I didn't feel comfortable selling her this vehicle. The first vehicle I sold you. She She's wanna... like, you know how many kids I raped in this thing? <laughs> <laughs> and that I didn't have faith in it. It was a high mileage Dodge Ram. I mean, I was like, ah. Right. Uh, Dodge Ram. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 125,000 miles. She wanted a you know, big jacked up truck. And I was like, yeah. You think we oh, you're that kind of girl? Or are you driving a pickup truck, huh? Oh, I yeah. like it. Redneck. So, I, so, I, so, I, so <laughs> anyway, long story short, the fucking I sold her the truck. The I did. I sold her the truck. Yeah. And it had some issues. Right after she bought it, and I knew it, and then a new fucking motor and all this shit. I didn't care. Yeah, well, 
I did. And fucking, we had to eat five fucking grand. <laughs> so we we replaced it the right thing. Blah blah blah. And something simple didn't work. The, the tailgate w- wouldn't latch. She kept it's, running over stop signs. <laughs> <laughs> one left in yes. town. Just kept why there's only one? There kept being dead kids on the road, and I'm like, honey, I want to fuck these kids. What are you doing? <laughs> So anyways You can't just run them over I got her out of that fucking Hazard Uh Fucking shit box And now she's got a Chevy Avalanche Alright And a camera hybrid That's the daily drive There you go Okay So you know Yeah Yeah I suppose Alright Well I feel like we uh, We've met all the guests here There are a couple recent Political topics I want to get into Do it What? Let's fucking do it Um, The first is Yeah obviously The big news of this week Was you had the Uh Democratic National Convention, uh, and the big pitch for Biden. Firstly, the hilarious thing was that Biden got together with Cardi B. Yeah, is that her name? Yeah, huh? I got that right. Yeah. Did you watch that interview? I I, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw clips. I only watched a little bit of it. I'll let you go first. Did, did he roll the R? No, but I saw the beginning of him like pandering to be like, "Hug." <laughs> Hard Joey B. <laughs> Maybe we're related. It's like Jesus hey Christ. Hey guys, thanks for hanging out. Hey, and they're no they're leaving the room, so everyone's gonna yes. take another drink. Yes, Oof. yes. All right. All Cheers. Right. Get, home Get home safe. Get home safe. Cheers. Thank right. you. Thank you. We live two doors down. All right. <laughs> I'll be there later. That's not <laughs> selling a lot of Toyotas. They live up here, right? <laughs> not a great band. Oh, I thought you fucking bounced. You're still here. No, great. I'm okay. All right. You were saying Cardi B. Yeah, it's just crazy. That that is a scary thing to see them pander to her that way, like that. Oh, like she's the person that you need to placate to. Like she's the fucking queen of England. Yeah. But if you can win over Cardi B, you can win over all of society. <laughs> Not exactly leadership qualities. Like right, leaders right. don't like go I don't to other people anything and be like, validate about me. Right. That's so funny. I didn't even think about. I don't know anything about Cardi B, but the fact that the presidential elect is supposed to get on with a call with Cardi B to win over her endorsement is just fucking absurd. Oh, yeah, buddy. That is. Also, didn't you? I saw you do a rant about Cardi B's stinky pussy. Not about. (laughs) That is really out of context. Uh, Cardi did a video the following week on Instagram telling people. You bitches need to start brushing your teeth before you suck dick because when you be sucking dick, you bitches be eating barbecue ribs all day long and bacon, egg, and cheese, and now you get that bacon, egg, and cheese grease all in their dick and then they go right in your pussy. Like, this is, this is her. This is who, this, like, she gets to talk like that on Instagram, but she gets to talk to the the president, like, the week before, (laughs) and, like, that guy is fighting for her approval, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is crazy. She also... He's probably like, yo, I don't want that dick dick, like, what the fuck? He didn't fight for her. It's a solid platform. He's just not Trump. What you mean? Like, he didn't... She was never gonna be like, hey, I just suck Trump's dick after you brush your teeth. She was never gonna... Yeah, but he was on there like, dude, I'm Joey B. Like, he's like, he's placating to, like, fit in with her. And it's like, you're supposed to be her leader, dude. Like, 
That's like when you, you ever have a boss that's trying to be cool with you at work? That's no. funny. It's like, that dude, get the so fuck away from funny. us, dude. You're like, yeah. boss, we're not we're, cool, yeah. we're not fucking friends. We're in the break room goofing off, not working. You're, you're ruining And you're coming hand. in like, hey, I know how to have a good time. Like, dude, get the fuck out of here, man. Go run the fucking job. Go run the country. You want to meet at the bar later? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no like, cool. If you're going to fucking be there. I know how to have fun. Like, shut the fuck. You know what? Because you want to be my friend, I'm taking advantage. I'm not paying taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even watch that whole video but what i thought was so incredible was they had to i mean obviously biden biden is fucking has dementia and they're trying to keep him in a basement saying as little as possible to protect that fact that that is my takeaway from this election um and i actually said from the beginning the second they started running biden i was like wait a second he's a dumbass he can't win the more he talks the more people realize he's a fucking retard right Mm -hmm. okay what was funny about this was they had to edit out Biden responding to Cardi B because what he said was so retarded they needed more of Cardi B in the wow. interview. And if you go back and you watch it, there are moments <laughs> where it's crazy. very clear that Cardi B said something for Biden to respond to and they removed Biden's response to keep this as a flowing interview. Wow. That is how fucked up fucking Biden is. Um, now on that note, I don't know if any of you guys... Uh, yeah. Do you say uh, it's, it's 40 for lap dance? <laughs> <laughs> what other stripper has Boy, ever had 40, a conversation a like that with my, my day, That's all. My day lap dance is about 10. As a boy, yeah, forty. Black people like me. It should be a discount. Yeah. <laughs> Did a corn pop that pussy on me? Now I Can watched. You make my hair stand up. <laughs> I only watched a little bit of the uh, of all the people that gave speeches at the uh, DNC. One of the ones that stood out was Bill Clinton, who's starting to look like a fucking parrot. I mean, I've never seen a nose on a parrot. Like, I feel like it's Pinocchio. And that's a June. As a Jew, I have never seen a fucking nose like what you're, what Bill Clinton's rocking right now. Uh, before I get into a little bit of people's speeches, did you guys watch any of the DNC? Does anyone have like a general takeaway about the flavor of what happened there? Nope. I did. Please. Yes. Tech. I actually did watch it. Well, most of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, the first day, they had... Uh, AOC on it for 60 seconds. Yeah, because they and need they, to get her the fuck off. They were, and uh, they all she said was that she was endorsing Bernie Sanders. Which as is hilarious. Because yeah. every four, when they do it, if you have at least 300 delegates or whatever the fuck it is, whatever you call it. It's supposed to be one delegate. They'll, uh, I don't know what the fuck it is, but they, uh, they basically said, uh, because they did it, la- they did it last time for Bernie Sanders too. Uh, I, the Tulsi Gabbard. She did it in 2016 for Bernie Sanders. Right. No one said anything. Because it's just normal. That's what they do if you have 300 delegates. So they said that they gave AOC that. And then they put out an article on their Twitter that said, uh, basically, uh, oh, AOC just endorsed Bernie Sanders instead of Joe Biden. Was the gist of it. So that was a big debacle right there, I was Shit, saying. someone walked into the room. Everyone fucking mm-hmm. taking yeah, drinks. What else happened? Uh... They had Bill Clinton on, and then they had Michelle Obama on. Michelle Obama, what's interesting about Michelle is that everyone who spoke, you're like, oh, this is kind of old and boring. And they had good talking points about Trump, um, which includes John Kerry. John Kerry gave a whole speech, but 
there's a little bit of a disconnect that so those people I. can't sell voting for Biden because they also know he's retarded. It's all anti-Trump. That's basically well, what they're running The flavor on is basically anti-Trump. The one thing that Michelle Obama had is that she's a little bit better at selling it than yeah. everybody else. Same with Obama. They had Obama. They're very good speakers. Like, yeah. They can convince... Phenomenal the... uh, dictators. <laughs> Michelle, I wouldn't say Michelle Obama is because she's not a politician. She's just basically uh, whatever the a person who had sex with the politician. What I think she was a lawyer. What the fuck is yeah. that? Is that a snake? Yes. What oh, the shit. fuck? Holy oh, shit! shit. That's, that's two f- fucking snakes. Oh, no, that's no, that's one, one big snake, dude. Oh, no, that's a fucking that's a water moccasin, dude. What kind of snake is that? Fuck is that? Holy shit! That's a fucking water moccasin. It's been missing for for a week. That is fucking holy shit, dicks. Where'd it go? What do you mean? That's not that scary. It is if it's not in a fucking cage. I mean, I'm not sleeping here anymore. I don't know what I'm doing, but. What do you do for that? What's this thing? It's right there on the top of it. On the top of what? Yeah, fucking do with his fingers in his ear. Oh shit! What you have no, uh, you have no relation to that snake. No. It's been missing. It's been missing for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I don't. I've seen James Bond movies. He's got a lighter and uh, deodorant. Let's light that shit on fire. Dude, that's a guy. Bro, that's fucking. No. That's like a three and a half, four foot. No, man, we are not good. Can you pause it? Oh hell no. No, I mean, just wrap up the show. <laughs> no, let's do. Well, we I, I got two hours this podcast. No, we were in. No, we're, it's an hour and eleven far. minutes. Yeah, I got ten more minutes left. Garden of Eden. Man. Let's do ten more minutes and then. Uh, like, shit, yeah, it's getting biblical. The snake was the fucking cool. Yeah, that shows above <laughs> our heads anyway. Yo, it's you know more that. scared of you than you are of it. Yeah, I don't know if that's true, but okay. All right. Um. No, all right. I feel like that's enough talk about uh, Biden. Oh, uh, so just uh, two more characters I wanted to bring up. The first is oh, did someone just rip a giant fart? Thing? No, no, that was me sitting down. down. That was me sitting down. That sounded like fucking rippage. Good for you. Uh, all right, first is Laura Loomer managed to win the GOP <laughs> House primary. Do you guys know who that is? Who? Laura Lumbar? Laura Loomer. Oh, I was going to say Laura Lumbar. Laura Loomer, in terms of... QAnon? What? No, no, no. But she is... (laughs) 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 That sounds like you're ripping fucking giant-ass farts, dude. Um, Laura Loomer, so... She's a... uh, She's gotten some work done. Jew broad. uh, Not all that attractive. Loudmouth. And, like, far-right conservative person. She had a really pathetic moment. She just left? Yeah. She had a really pathetic moment where she tried to lock herself to the door of Twitter uh, in protest of Twitter. And what ended up happening was employees just walked in and out all day while she was screaming, locked to the door. They just ignored her. It was the most pathetic thing you've ever seen from a social influencer ever. But we're in this new territory now, which is really interesting, especially on the young, like the young congressperson side. We're seeing more and more like of the almost Donald Trump flavor entertainer making this segue into actual politics. You guys don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, so we're gonna move on to a different thing for the last topic, and this is the last thing we're gonna cover. I'm sorry, for this fucking snake in the room. I know. You, you mean you guys are all on the edge? Like, what the fuck was that giant ass fucking snake? Okay, <laughs> that's never happened. I said this. I said this is a joke on part of the problem two weeks ago. Was you have this movement, Black Lives Matter, and I said as a joke, somebody. I, I said we should troll that movement and start a new movement called All Lives Matter, 
uh, I mean, all Black Lives Matter, because there's an interesting thing going on in the media where some black people get killed and they turn it into a media sensa sensation. Other black people get killed, which includes black teenage kids, which have been killed as a result of the Black Lives Matter movement. Hey. Oh, is it on the floor right now? Oh, that's a big ass snake. How big oh, is this fucking snake? Shit, dude. It's fucking four and a half. Feet. Holy shit, that is a fucking python, dude. <laughs> oh my god, that thing is for sure poisonous. There's no way that we, black we snake get, is just a. Uh, yeah, yeah, snake. Yeah, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Do you, do you have something? <laughs> Yo, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, Chris, just kill it. <laughs> oh shit, it's like fucking. <laughs> Dude, don't bring it out here. <laughs> Yo, it's coming out here. <laughs> He's being open the door. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not staying in it. Oh, there it goes. Where? Oh, it's oh, just coming this way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, this is the wildest shit ever. <laughs> You should have just killed it. Yeah, but you can just grab the snake. You old Steve Irwin in it. Yeah, you know what happened? We started talking about lizard people. He'll be alright. If you can get him out, he'll be alright. The real yeah, Tarzan. He'll be good. He'll be good. Yeah, perfect. Well, don't pick him off too much. Oh. Yeah, let him see. Let's smell the outside. Yup. Yup. He'll be alright. He's going. Heads up, guys. What a twist. That's. Perfect. Oh, that's no, great. No question. Most likely a water moccasin. Yes. Big ass four foot black snake. Black snakes are good. It's a black snake. <laughs> Have you said it yourself right there? It's a black snake. Is that not a water moccasin? No, I think it's a black snake. You said it. That's the name of the snake. snake. <laughs> Alright. Wow. I ain't never scared. You, uh. Fuck <laughs> me. Let's wrap out this episode. Okay, to bring everyone up to speed, we all just fled because, I mean, we were talking about, if lizard you watch the movie Anaconda... We started talking about lizard people. We started talking about lizard people and the government being against you having a free-minded opinion. That is the biggest... Like, I was all night like, holy shit, my fans are cool. They have nice places that we can just crash out, and now I'm convinced I'm going to die while I sleep here. Like, when I lived in New York City, I was afraid of roaches and fuck roaches. I just saw a snake the size of Dave Temple. That's the size of that fucking snake. Holy shit. Okay, we had one last topic, and then we were done, which was I was trying to talk about. I thought this was hilarious. As a troll to the Black Lives Matter movement, good thing Dave Temple is back. Yeah. As a troll to the Black Lives Matter movement, I was trying to say to Dave Smith, let's start an all-Black Lives Matter movement, because the media seems to report on some of these things more than others. There is a candidate now coming out of Baltimore, I forget her name, and I was going to pull up the video, but we're all hammered and we're afraid of snakes, so we're wrapping this up. But there's a lady who actually is running on that campaign, campaign All Black Lives Matter, and what's really interesting is she's actually floating the narrative, which no one's really done, of saying, hey, let's look at these Democratic policies and the cities that they've destroyed, um, and it's time for a Republican because these Democrats... Alright, everyone's just fucking freaked out on the snake. I feel like I'm trying... Alright, you know what? We're calling it a fucking episode. I want to thank everybody for coming out. Sorry the Shedcast guys that I introduced you so late. Thank you for fucking crushing it on tonight's show. I really appreciate it. it. Dave Temple, thank you for coming out tonight. Fucking killing it. Beacon Chris, you fucking killed it. 
Um, before I call it an episode, everybody plug what you want to plug, and uh, that's it. So we'll start with Dave Temple. You got the funniest show that's going on Instagram Live. Let the people know about it. Unpopular opinions, people. I'm Dave Temple on Instagram. That's where you can find me Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 p.m. We do unpopular opinions. We have people come in. We just had Robbie Bernstein weighing in with his unpopular opinion. The theme of the show is just because you're offended does not mean you're right. You just haven't been exposed to that point of view. Come get you some. All right, Beauty, BK Chris. He's on HSR Radio, and he's got a new podcast coming out, which is his solo operation. Yeah, in a while. I'm sorry that I uh, maybe alienated these two girls. They were sitting here. They they left when I started talking about how they run the welfare office. They're weird. I mean, Max, are they weird whores? (laughs) Can you get them back here? Uh, we can. Right now? Yeah, tell us how much you're with us. <laughs> bring him back to the snake. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. snake's coming right back in the same hole he fucking came in the first time. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Because he had to climb all the way up there to get in. Bro. He, he came from, he, he definitely came gone. from somewhere outside. Yeah. That's why he and was, he was in looking there. for a way out, yeah, because that, that's how he fell off of the thing. He was trying to see if there, that window was open and he just. Well, you got that on video, right? No, good luck. Yeah, I got oh, some. You got some? Yeah, I do. I got. I got video. Yeah, yeah. Not, we need that. Yeah, we need that. Fucking scary. That fucking. Do you see those around for y'all? No. Never. We're not. We're not done with the fucking product. Yeah. Dave Temple throwing at their unpopular opinions. Hilarious fucking show. BK Chris, HSR Radio. He's got his own podcast coming at you. And then last but not least, we've got the incredible Shedcast Boys. Fucking unbelievable rap guys out of Connecticut. Uh, so plug your shit. Uh, you can uh, find me at Mike Nice CT, all platforms. And you can find our podcast at The Shedcast. Uh, we do it uh, every Thursday, we drop episode. Been doing it pretty consistently. Hell yeah. And uh, yeah, you can follow me at Sid underscore Floyd. And by the way, for oh. fans. Oh. For, vi- for oh, fans you, of this show, go for it. You follow me at ShedTech8, and you follow the ShedCast on all streaming platforms. For fans of this show, I know people that kind of, like, tune in for this podcast. They're people who kind of appreciate different things, and it definitely has an ADD attitude. Some people really like the hardcore politics. Some people like the absolute shenanigans. I'm telling you, I've been on the last, I think, three episodes of the ShedCast. And if you're a fan of, like, when this show is not as much political-related and just totally insane... I'm telling you, I was hanging out there, and it's just fucking hilarious. Um, so if you're a fan of when the show is not political and we're just talking about absolute nonsense and being funny, go check out the last three episodes of the Shedcast. You'll absolutely love it. That's our show. Thank you so much for our host who had us out here despite the snakes. This has been a great time. Thank you very much, Max. Have a great evening, everybody.